Welcome to another edition of Put a Word on It, brought to you by Southwestern Investment Group. We thank them so much for all of their participation and support. Let's go back again. There's a man, I love emotion. I love being around someone and you can just feel from them that their heart has been completely changed. So, so this is a reflection that we have for you with John Hodge. John was raised without a father. He went through so many things in his life and you'll see through the interview how he just completely pours himself out and how his whole life was changed. It's wonderful to go back. He's inspired me all over again just by listening to the interview, and I hope he does it for you as well. Here's John Hodge. Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation. Reconciling men to God, their families and society. The thing I love about this program and I love about in general about the way God works is that he lets people fall and then picks them up. Not once, not twice. I don't know how many times it takes, but there are opportunities that God always presents to get us back to where he can use us in a powerful way. And that's the kind of a young man I want you to meet this time. Tough, tough upbringing. I don't know why there are more fathers who just somehow neglect their children and leave, and they leave them out there to fend for themselves and their lives. But here's a young man who wants to change all of that. But it changed through all the hardships that he went through. Here is John Hodge. So you told me you grew up where? Uh, West Nashville. Uh-oh. Tennessee, yes, sir. West Nashville. What kind of streets? What was your, what was your area? Uh, 40th Avenue North. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh, back when um, Preston Taylor Projects was up. Wow. What was it like growing up as a kid? What was the neighborhood like? Whew. <laughs> um, uh, Preston Taylor, I mean, uh, I, I believe it's no secret. There was a lot of drug use, drug trafficking. Um, the kids that I hung out with, uh, that I gravitated to, were uh, boys that was like me. We, we come from fatherless homes. Um, our moms were single parents. And so we pretty much, uh, you know, made each other family. We, we called each other brothers. And um, so we did everything together. When we played basketball, we was all on the same team. If it was football, hey, we already got our team. And so, um, you know, coming up, uh, I was very athletic, but also... Um, we was also poor because our moms, uh, each one of my friends, we had siblings, brothers and sisters. So our moms struggled to make ends meet and provide from us. And that's what kind that's how uh, a life of crime got our attention. Where are the men in this world? And, and, and they don't realize the impact it is on a young man when when they don't have a man to guide them. So how did you get in trouble? Well, one of my friends selling drugs, when we wasn't on a basketball court or in school, uh, he was on the street court, street corners of 45th Avenue making money. And uh, and so me and the rest of my uh, crew, we, was, we got curious, like, man, you always managed to have the latest pair of Jordans, uh, nice clothing, jewelry, and it went from that to him driving a car to school. We still catching school bus. And so I was like, man, how are you doing this? And so 
he told us, look, this is how I get my money. I sell crack cocaine. And so it was no hesitation. Like it to us, that was an opportunity, an opportunity that nobody else presented us. It wasn't it wasn't a positive opportunity, but it was an opportunity to bring in some money where we didn't have to struggle or our moms uh, more or less didn't have to struggle to provide for us because now we have an opportunity to get it ourselves. It's funny to see that, but you don't realize or do you even think about the fact that it's a dead-end street. Eventually, yeah. you're going to have to pay the man out of that, right? Right. What right. happened? What happened? Right. Um, so, not having any really uh, church structure, as far the, the most I heard about God was he was the man upstairs. That's how my mom referred to him. And my friends, their moms weren't taking them to church. Our moral compass was whatever we felt was right. So even though we knew there could be prison time, that was a chance that we and I was willing to take. We was too young to get jobs. You know, we we talking, I'm 12, 13 years old. But you got caught. Yeah. What kind of time? What you get caught for? How much time did you have to do? Um, I ended up getting caught with like six I had six counts of auto theft. And uh, so when I went to juvenile, um, I was 14 at this time. Um, They gave me, I had to stay in until I was 18 years old. So because I had so many counts of auto theft, like grand auto theft. And uh, that's what. Uh, that's that's when I did my first uh, sentence was uh, when I was a juvenile. When did God grab you? A college ministry that was dedicated in reaching out to young men. Um, it was a Christian um, college ministry from Fisk University. And uh, I remember, from what I can remember, I remember going to a service there and a guy shared his story that come from a lifestyle that I was in. And he talked about how his life had been transformed through Christ. And I was like, wow, man, you know, uh, I most definitely don't want to come back in here, you know. So I listened to what he had to say. And so when I got out, not having a Christian background, I didn't know about connecting with a church or anything. So I'm just this young guy. I had this faith, but didn't know what to do with it. So... You get involved in the Jericho Project. I think we even have a yeah. picture of you as a young man helping. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. A young pay. Yes, sir. How'd you get to Men of Valor? I eventually started hanging back with my old friends. And uh, long story short, I ended up, you know, you go back to the old playground, you start doing old things. And I got pulled back into that life of crime and uh, started back selling drugs, started back using marijuana and stuff. And um, I caught a drug case, um, which caused me to have to do five and a half years out at CCA. And I was in the holding cell. And while I was in there, there was a Bible there. And I was reminded that, hey, I once was reading this book. I once had a relationship with the Lord. And uh, I caught wind of, hey, there's this program, this Christian program called the Jericho Project. As soon as I heard it, I wanted to go there. So I reached out to my counselor, whatever, was like, hey, I want to go to this program where I can be, I can learn more about the Lord and I can grow. 
And then eventually you got you decided to get in touch with Men of Valor. Yeah. And you're a graduate of this program uh -huh. as well. Yeah. You're a businessman and you're a father, I am right? Yes, sir. And all of that. Are you surprised? Yeah, to me it's a miracle um how God is faithful. You know, I I didn't have a consistent relationship with the Lord. So many failures and life beat me down. But God consistently pursuing me was how my mindset changed. That this God is so good and so... He never quit on you, did he? No. You know, the name of our program is Put a Word on It. Now, yeah. That may be hard to do, but is there a word that comes to your mind? It's gratitude. <laughs> because God has done more than what I deserve through his son. And I, I will forever have a lifetime of gratitude towards the Lord because I know that yeah, I'm starting a business. Yeah, I'm a father. But I take no credit for that. It's Christ. The work that he does through my life, I give him all the credit for it. Because any second or minute that I don't, I know that in my own, in my flesh, it's nothing but darkness and the disaster. But in him is love, joy, and peace in a sign mind. Well, let me tell you something. You're a man of God. Yes, thank you, John. Yes, sir. Thank you. Or let me put a word on it. Part of that is tears on my part, just to see the emotion is so powerful in that young man. And gratitude is his word. I have to think about that myself. Gratitude, you know, you, you, you just have to realize the things that God has been faithful all our lives to carry us through. And look at John, the little bow tie has a variety of them. He's the businessman, he's a father. He's gonna change this life that didn't have a father in his life because he wants to be a man of God. Gratitude. That's wonderful. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Put a Word On It. You've been listening to Put a Word On It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word On It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.